Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of D&D Bags, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast made by a bunch of D-Bags. I'm Frankie the Dungeon Master. I'm Joe, and I draw balls having sex with men on Snapchat, but I also play Ati. I'm Andy, I only play Loom, I never draw balls having sex with people. <laughs> I draw balls having sex with people all the time, I just don't send them to Snapchat. Well, aren't you special? <laughs> I personally find that Loom. Aren't you? This is... Clearly it's not you what do Snapchat it all the time. is used for. I am a lewd person. It's for me. It's not for <laughs> the public. So, uh, which one of you, Andy, wants to tell us what happened God last damn. week? <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna set this episode up to to go over like a lead balloon. Joe, why don't you tell? Oh me? God, no! <laughs> right, I hope sad. last week's episode was good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We're talking about maps. Our characters finally got to the city of Elmore, where we want to warn them about the uh, the oncoming. Even though you sent a raven to do that already. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we want to make sure that they're cool and just like see what if they can tell us more about uh, the cult if they know anything. I just realized that like literally on the way here, I was just thinking, I was like, why did they decide to go there? Like, I'm really glad they did. We sent the ravens everywhere, and it's kind of like so they could prepare ahead of time, because, like, we don't know how many cultists they are, where they are, when they're going to get places, mm. so we wanted to warn everybody, but we want to follow up and, like, learn more about, like, this the climate of what's going on in this area, and if we do get there before the cultists attack any of these places, then we can part of, be part of helping them. Gotcha. Um, but we did, we warned everyone with the Ravens, not mm-hmm. just Elmore. Right. But then we had to go somewhere from there, and Elmore's the one with um, a monastery of this same order, who might even be able to tell us more about the Sentinels. Okay, so I think there's, a, I believe, do we establish that there's a monastery of Moradin in every one of the areas? Or Moradin is a very major god. So if in any big city, you are likely to find uh, some kind of temple to Moradin, even if there's not like a paladin order based there, like you'll probably find something. Okay. Unless you go to a city that's like super racist against dwarves, <laughs> maybe they won't be cool with it, but... Okay. Yeah. Alright, so we finally got to Elmore. Uh, we, on the way there, we wind up accidentally uh, burning a devil. Uh, apparently the fumes from devil horns get you super high, so uh, we went to the gates just tripping balls and uh, started like throwing fish at the guards and uh, falling all over ourselves. I thought my face was melting off. Oh, um, Frankie? Mm-hmm. Probably, I don't know if you're going to want to cut this, so it's, it's up to you, whatever. But uh, I had a thought that I want to add into the lore of this world. Okay. Um, the effects of devil horns, you know, wear <coughs> off. Just this is, this is my take on it, and it's up to you whether you want to include this in how the universe works. I just hope you do. Go for it. While the effects of devil horns wear off rather quickly, especially if you're only doing it a little bit, um, if you ingest a large amount of them, I'd like to imagine that uh, you can have flashbacks if, like, your back cracks or something. I'm almost positive I already said that that was a thing. Okay, I'm but not if aware. I didn't, it I is. Had, my character had a moment where he says, like, I'm pretty sure there's nothing permanent, and then realizes that he's standing upside down on the ceiling, and it's like... Yeah. Right. Okay, and then... No, like, yeah, but we were also, we're also still so close to when we did copious yeah. amounts of drugs, True. it wasn't clear. Well... Your characters probably don't know for sure, but you as players can know, yeah. Okay, that's fine. I just wanted to say, I've been thinking about that because I had a couple things in mind. 
So I just wanted to let you know I would like it if Is, that's what Should happens. that be at our discretion, or do you want to give secret roles to let us know if, if our back cracked in the I would way? say you're role-playing the character, so if you decide, like, suddenly I have a flashback, I won't stop you. But I also might tell you you also currently are Also, those flashbacks are, are probably fairly minor. Like, yeah, yeah, I really doubt you're going to yeah. be at the top of a clock tower and decide you can fly. <laughs> I probably would do that, so... You guys just... just to be sure, you guys should definitely go to the top of the nearest clock tower so we can and just start crack our back. Just crack your back up. Uh, hey, bro, I'm really having a little bit of tension. If I would you mind walking on my back for a second? And, <laughs> oh yeah, and, uh, give me back my fish, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so that way we can start a new campaign with mm-hmm. not only paladins. If I am never playing a paladin, by the way, <laughs> in any game, you're ever, having your fill. Of any game, I never right want now. to play a paladin yeah. ever again. There's so many what... cool classes in Fifth Edition, and this is so not <laughs> one of them. Th- I would like to play a bard at some point, but right now I'm just really enjoying <sighs> paladins. Yeah. Oh, I never sent you that thing, but we'll never we'll talk about that off mic. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we got to Elmore to warn them. We got put in prison to sober up by the guards when they realized that we were tripping balls. Because they thought you were famous. They thought, I told them, yeah, there was a, a little bit of a miscommunication there. I was trying to make see if they knew uh, Long Dong Silver, who is famous in Tarnstead right. for his donkey shows. Um, and for the shows he puts on as a donkey. Yeah, which we're where he puts on some kind of shows. He's uh, an entertainer. We well, he, I mean, obviously he plays instruments. He there was sing. a stage, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, do card tricks. I, I mumbled something about him being famous. They thought uh, I was saying that we were famous. So they put us in a, a cell for a little while, let us sober up, and then uh, let us go to the pantries, which we raided. Isn't that some shit, by the way? Just saying. <laughs> Man, what a world. That they let us do that because they think Because they thought you were famous. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, Just it's a little bit good. of social commentary in your D&D. These guys are celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> I guess everything they did was fine. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, last thing we did was the pantry raid, and uh, now we're heading to... I just monster. want to take a second to say I didn't think the pantry raid joke was funny the first time, and I still don't think it's. Funny. I think it's great. I, <laughs> I was pretty proud of myself. I really like it. That was on the spot. Uh, if we had headed out too quickly, we would have missed out on the pantry raid. <laughs> you guys are gonna be mad when that's not the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah, probably. We, we probably, probably actually spoil the joke if you did. Yeah. Well, you but. know. It's not really all that much there. Yeah, it's not much to spoil. I'm pretty sure that was what I was saying. <laughs> all right. You could just say, no matter when you say it, it's the same joke. It's not like there's great setup. All right, so anyway, we're... Uh... So you guys are walking... You are in the probably the biggest city either of you have ever been in, or at least in Andy's case, in Alum's case, the biggest city. Were we city. being led by someone, or did no, we get pointed? We just, they said, go okay. that way, general direction. Yeah. They kind of okay. pointed westward down the street, and you're like, okay, we'll start heading that way. So, Ati, Ilum, uh, Carl the Gruel Man, and Dong Dong Silver are all currently walking mm-hmm. through the city towards uh, the monastery. You, there's all kinds of stuff. Are you, are you just blocking everything out? Straight uh, I think we're on a mission. We're going to try to get straight there. Yeah, for the time being, we want to go straight to the you're monastery. You're going to put on your suits and your sunglasses and say you're on a mission for Moradin. Is that the plan? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you want to just tell us you are the both sites that we're brothers, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. If, if you can um, tell us just like what we see around us as we're walking, though. Sure. You see all kinds of... Uh, I know I said last time that yeah, there's, there's like, like merchant carts. The yeah, there's some buildings up in the trees. You and see, the base of the trees also. Uh, you notice that most of the dwarves that you're passing are in like really nice fine clothes and then 
uh, most of the elves that you're seeing are in not so nice clothes, and then mm. some of the humans are in really nice clothes. Some of the humans are kind of in like rags. Okay. And there seems to be like a really big uh, economic diversity in the city. A lot of segregation. A little kind of uh, maybe something like that going on. Okay. Um, there's definitely like multiple bazaars and places where you could go to to buy stuff. There's a lot of of merchanting happening. Okay. Uh, you guys did see that big. Uh, wooden building across from where you had gone into the jail, where there were those like innate carvings, and that was like prob that was the biggest building in the city, so that's gonna stick out. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean that's it. You mostly you're seeing a lot of people, a lot of merchants, a lot of people with carts, um, people uh, can pushing I, stuff, people yelling, trying to sell you stuff. Can I roll? Uh, I'm saying innate carvings. I'm thinking is probably a religious thing. Can I roll religion on that and see if I know anything about that? Okay, you want to go up? To, you want to like go up to the building? And I just want to know or... if I what I can recognize about that building because it sounds important. Okay, I'm also going to assist on that roll. Okay, four, fourteen. Oh wait, but I get a um, religion is plus four, so I get eight and plus then plus two. two. Ten. Ten. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. You don't think that the, the carvings are religious in nature, but you, as you get a little closer, you do see that um, there's guards standing around the building, and it's a very official-looking building, and so you don't necessarily think that it's a religious thing, but you think it's an important place. Maybe a town hall kind of thing. Joe, can you okay. then roll history on it? Sure. Uh, do Yeah, I would have more better history than you would. Uh, maybe. I think. Uh, do I, have, I think I took history. I get plus two on that. Okay. Well, I have plus one. I'll assist on this one. As That's well. ten plus two is uh, twelve. Eleven plus one, which is twelve. Okay. So we didn't roll the same number, but we modified two. Yeah. No, I get you. Yeah. Um. So you are pretty sure that it's the uh, the city's version of a town hall. That okay. it's it's very big. You know that uh, you'd heard that. Uh, there was, I mean, of course, you're in a city in a fantasy setting, so fuck you, don't call me cheap, there's a town council. Uh, uh. You don't know all that much <laughs> about it, but listen, there's a lot of cities, one of them had to have a fucking council, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sh- fuck you. <laughs> Never mind, there's no council. There's an evil wizard, and yeah. he sees you, and you're dead now. <laughs> what a unique form of government. Council, uh, well, look, that's all you know about it. That doesn't mean there's more going on. We have to go to the council and it's like, oh, yes, and now it's time to vote on a new proposition. <laughs> so you hear, uh, uh, the closer you get to the building, you hear, like, yelling and, like, cheering kind of coming from inside. And the building is huge. It's, like, super big. It's probably the biggest building either of you guys have ever seen. Okay. And if you do go up and try to inspect the carvings, you'd see that... Uh, they are very, very old, but most of the carvings actually have uh, pictures of elves and, like, elves seated at this big oval table and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of trees and people in the trees and all that stuff. But you have noted that the city is primarily dwarven. Okay. So that's the, yeah. that's that building. All right. So they, there's cheering, you said, coming from the inside? Does Yelling like, and cheering. Like an arena type of thing, cheering? Or, like... That like, yay be... propositions cheering. No, it definitely it sounds <laughs> like there is a crowd and okay. they, there are some cheering, some booing, very uh, loud yelling and Ati, we might want to check this out after we warn our brothers about what's going on, make sure they're okay. This this could be a fun way to, to whack off some time. Well 
I don't know if that's a saying, but yeah, yeah, let's do that. As long yes. as you guys stand back to back when you're working off time, it's totally oh, fine. Um, one of you guys roll perception. Actually, Andy, you do it because yeah, you got the perception. Yeah, I have much better perception. I get you can eight. I get plus six. Uh, six. So as you're scanning the area, you see that there's kind of like a big stand, and there is a bunch of people around the stand. Some of them are in super nice clothing. So you're seeing like furs, these long cloaks, people with jewels, and then you also are seeing people who are like almost beggar status, and there's a lot of money changing hands, and someone like walking in, like around to a side entrance in the building and walking out every so often. And you, that's just something that you see going on there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we may we may come back to this place. This sounds like something interesting right. to observe, but we do want to head to the monastery. Okay. Perhaps the head brother in charge will know more about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... It was my joke. I wrote it down. <laughs> we can cut that. No. We can't cut that. We can. <laughs> it's a monastery... You get it. <laughs> we go up to the monastery. Quick, we must speak with the head brother in charge. <laughs> but perhaps the, the brother who leads the monastery of Elmore will be able to tell us more about this mysterious place. Okay. So you <laughs> you guys continue down the, the westward road mm-hmm. and eventually you see a what looks to be kind of newly constructed building. It's not wooden like most of the other things are. It's very stone and there's some stained glass kind of stuff and it you can see through in one of the stained glass windows there's uh, an anvil and it pretty it's pretty clearly the temple to Martin. Okay. So you can do whatever you like with ah, that. Ah, we found it. Quick, Ati, let's let's go inside. I, I have a feeling they're all alive because like, you know, the rest of the town seems pretty like normal and stuff, but Let's go see if they've had any dealings with the cultists, if they received our message successfully. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so... I guess we're going to knock on the front door. Yeah. It, it would be open. Or, oh, it's just open. It would okay. be open. Yeah, yeah. Cool. If it's a place of it's, that size. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a big temple. Okay. It's significantly bigger than the one at Tarnstead, so... We are actively wearing our pendants right now, right? Um, uh, Mine is still in my pants. Okay. Was, is in my loincloth last okay. I checked. Uh, Ati, uh, before we go in there, just so that they know our claims are true, let's put this symbol of the Sentinels around our necks. That way, if if anyone is familiar with the order here, they might think to, you know, tap us and talk to us about it. I mean, it's a secret order, but, like, there's, there's some stuff that we can wear. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't know this symbol before I saw this symbol, so the only people in there that are going to know this symbol... I mean, they're all more... You get what I'm saying? I, I, no, okay, okay, so let's okay. just put it all right. Up. So uh, I'm going to reach into my uh, my pants. Is this while you're still outside the temple, or is this as you're walking in? Or We're on the steps outside. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm pulling in. I pull it out. I'm going to, you know, it was cut before, so I'm going to tie it around my neck. Right. And then uh, just say... Uh, we'll right, also, like, try to get you a new chain for that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll fix that later. Maybe but, something, like, really nice and gold, you know, like classy. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it would look cool. Yeah, right now... Uh, Maybe if we had, like, some potpourri or something, it kind of smells like dick. Oh, yeah, that would make sense, because it was like, yeah. Well, well, I don't it's you... not offensive to make a sacred amulet smell like my dick. No, no, it's fine, and I don't think people would be sniffing around. Yeah. 
I mean, they might have high perception. It's I mean, dwarves are generally very perceptive people. I mean, I mean, I thought you were going to say very smelly people. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're smelly people. They smell a lot. Like they do. They like to smell. Do, do you want to have something that you could use to make it smell better? Potpourri. Um, Don't. I wouldn't say potpourri, but do you want to try to do that? Uh, do I have anything? That How in my dick smelly is this thing? It's probably a strong smell deck. It's canon. Okay. okay. <laughs> it is. Let All right. Yo, dick. Um, okay. <laughs> um, well, Ati, uh, considering I just found out it's canon, oh, man, yeah, that thing really does smell like dick. Why don't um, you... <laughs> before we go in there, we might want to cleanse this sacred relic. Uh, do you have... Uh, I have some gruel in my pocket we can rub on it, right? <laughs> Why don't you roll... A religion check for me. Okay. Three. Plus uh, Plus... Was it four? Plus four. So seven. Sounds right. Okay, so uh, you realize that just outside the doors uh, to the temple, there are some incense burner type things, and okay. uh, there's some incense in them, and you've done your religion check, so you realize that you think... Moradin would probably be more upset at how dick smelly your amulet is than if you just took a little bit of the incense. So you you, you will take one of the little sticks of incense out of the incense burner. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll just like rub it on there on the the butt amulet. Yeah. Oh right, they look like butts. The half butt. We think they look like butts. Yeah, for half they look amulets. Amulets. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure canonically they look like butts. Two sides of a BFF heart necklace. Yeah. Yo, I don't think you understand this. It looks like a butt. But you have convinced us both yeah. that they look I like was, butts. Uh, I'm pretty sure it looks like a butt. And anyway, I, I love the things that we say in the character voices. It's it's uh, what's a yeah, character? We're really anyway. just jumping in out of this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so now that you're, uh, by the way, nice smelling amulet, might, might I say, it smells like that incense. It reminds me. You of probably home. rub a little bit under your armpits too. You might as well. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. Makes and then a little bit in the. Uh, yeah. My, makes my me pants. feel connected to to Martin to smell that. All right. Now now let's go in. Now that we have respectfully um, dedicted the the butt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. can't believe we just spent like five minutes on that. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. So, okay. So you guys go inside the temple and it's, yeah. it's very big. Uh, there is clearly a section where there are people praying. Oh, before we do this, let me mm-hmm. just do a, um, that's not a D20. Let me do an erection dead. check. That's also not a D20. Oh, okay. Erection check. Yeah. yeah. Chill. I got, I'm getting it. I'm getting the dice, okay? I haven't done an erection check in a while. 20 episodes later. Can you really believe me? Last time I checked, wasn't I... No, no, I, I got up from 1%. I was at like 20-something, I think. Um, 30. A solid 30%. 30. Okay, I'm currently 30 A respectable 30%. Mm. Okay. So, there's an area where there are people praying. There's uh, an area where there's uh, some... Office type looking stuff. And cubicles. And, no, yeah, yes, that's exactly what I mean. Canon. No, uh, <laughs> you don't get to decide when. Hey, our ca- this is really nice. There's really... a cannon. <laughs> it's cannon. <laughs> there, you can hear the sounds of uh, like hammers on like like blacksmithing hammers and stuff right. coming from what you think is probably a downstairs section. 
So that's what that's what you see. Obviously, there's a big altar. There's an anvil altar shaped like an anvil all the way at the back near where people are praying. Somebody is, you know, reading something that's echoing stuff about Morden, loyalty, friendship. Who's the the nearest person to us? Where where do we see them? What are they like? Because we probably want to ask them uh, where the head brother in charge is. Probably the person nearest to you would be some of the people who are praying. Uh, you do probably don't want to interrupt. Yeah, we wouldn't do that. Somebody who doesn't seem to be like we should interrupt. All right, so I would say if you maybe uh, wait a couple of seconds, wait a couple seconds, or uh, walk a little further. Yeah, I mean we fit in here, so we can just kind of. Yeah, if you just start milling around, you'd probably see somebody who is uh, walking kind of quickly, kind of uh, a- away from the praying section towards where the like clerical office section is. Okay. Um, okay. Excuse yeah. me, sir. Uh, we need to speak to the head brother in charge. We're the ones who oh, sent the raven about the cultists. Uh, I hope you all received our message. It is a sir, right? Or can I tell? Oh yeah. So okay. So you're going to stop this person. It's a kind of, like, wispy-looking elf, which you think is a little, like, unusual because you don't actually see many elves in the temple at all. Okay. But you do see uh, kind of a younger-looking, like, he's a younger-looking elf, uh, dark hair, um, a little on the short side for an elf, but very thin. Okay. Um, And he's the person you stop, and... You say wispy, I'm just picturing him as like a Keebler elf in my head. And short, wispy, I'm, I'm thinking Keebler. Okay. That's, Keebler that's, elves are I don't like think Keebler elves is wispy. Yeah. yeah I guess not. Alright, I, I really just wanted to picture a, a Keebler, Keebler elf, elf, so I just okay. ignored your description. <laughs> Alright, well, his name is E.L. Fudge. Headcanon. Literally just as relevant and accurate. Mr. Fudge! I can His name is E.L. Fudge. So what are you saying? Well, we don't know that. I He's know. got a name tag on that says, Hello, my name is Mr. E.L. Fudge. He doesn't, that's not true. That's not <laughs> I think he does. Hello, Mr. Fudge. Uh, same question. I'm sorry. Oh, question about, about the, the Ravens. Ravens. Okay. We're the ones so, who sent it. You were the one who asked him. Yeah, same question. Same question as I just asked. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. So, don't you sass me. <laughs> He'll, he'll stop and be like, uh, oh, the, the ravens, yes, uh, I think I actually, uh, might have personally seen that one. I, I of course, I, I, of sent, course threw it away. He <laughs> sent the message along. <laughs> yeah, I threw the raven in the garbage. Well, this is dumb. <laughs> Somebody sent a haiku. <laughs> <laughs> now, all ravens in this universe speak in haikus. That's how that works. Oh. Okay. Um, no, so, uh, he would say, uh, I, I passed the message along to, to Brother Vashan, I'm sure, uh, just as I would with any of the other ravens who've come through. Uh, do you need to speak to him directly, or...? Yes, we'd like to speak to him directly to get a little more information on this. We need to know if he knows anything about these Sons of the Scourge. Okay, well, uh, I will warn you, he's a very busy man. He does have an office. Uh, it's right down this way to your right, but... Uh, there's a, a good chance he's already in there with someone. It, it's difficult to get time with him. As you can see, this is a very busy temple, and he sometimes oh, he, has difficulty. Yeah, so we, we understand that, and we respect his time, but I, I must tell you, this is a matter of the utmost importance. Our monastery was literally leveled. It, it has been turned to rubble, and we're afraid the same could happen here. We need to be certain that he's gotten our, our message of warning and see if anything's being planned to protect this place. 
Well, that is certainly very troubling leveled by this this cult. What, what did you say they were called? Sons of the Scourge. Have you heard of them? I don't believe I have, but that is grave news. Well, perhaps I'll be able to get you audience with Brother Vashen faster than normal. It's... Well, I, I'll see what I can do, and he'll, like, hurry ahead of you. Can I just roll a persuade check, see if I can persuade him to really push it? Sure. Go for it. I yeah. guess I could roll with what I just said, too, because yeah, I yeah. already just My said a persuasion thing. Um, Please. Our lives may be depending on it. What did I roll? 14. I and I get... Seven. I'm like, I'm super persuasive, I think. Plus yeah. 5, so 19. Okay. I got 7. So, I'm sorry, Joe, what did you say? Or Ati, said, what did please, you... our lives may be depending on it. Uh, of, of course. Uh, okay. Look, I, I probably shouldn't say this, but... Brother Vashen, he's he's in charge here, and he... He'll, he, like, will kind of look back and forth and, like, lean into you guys, and he'll be like... He, he sometimes doesn't take things as seriously as he should, but... I'll... I'll I'll get you audience with him, and then if, if that isn't good enough, I'll, I'll try to help you in any way I can. Thank you, Mr. Fudge. <laughs> That's all we can ask, Mr. Fudge. Thank you, Mr. E.L. Fudge. <laughs> he had a name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. E.L. Fudge. Did, did he say his name, or did we both just come up with that on our own? Are you asking me? Yeah. <laughs> We're the ones who named him. Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't do the name thing. So. <laughs> names. All right, so he's going to start hurrying forward. Are you guys, like, following behind him? Yeah, we'll yeah. follow after him, and I'll be saying to Adi along the way, he says he doesn't take things as seriously as he should. May, uh, do you think he might be related to your Order of Morden? I know you said they were a lighthearted bunch. Perhaps you'll be good at, at reasoning with him. Maybe. If he's also similarly laid back. Uh, you might just need a little bit of convincing that this is serious. Okay. Perhaps we'll just have to make him put his drink down. Alright, that, that makes sense. I, I would default to your, your opinion on how to deal with a, a, a laid-back guy. A laid-back bro? He's <laughs> a chilled bro. <laughs> so, thank you. You guys will follow him down around a corner, and he'll go up to, uh, this large wooden door, he'll he'll kind of motion, like, wait here, and then he'll open the door, sneak inside, and close it, and uh, you'll hear him speaking, and uh, you hear a, a loud, booming uh, laugh, and you hear some glasses fall onto the floor, and uh, he's in there for, like, probably maybe a little longer than you think he should be, and uh, he, he'll come back out, and then he'll say... Well, uh, bro- Brother Vashen has agreed to see you, but, um... Well, I'll, I'll wait here. Why don't you let me know how it goes? Uh, sure. Is there anything else you need to tell us about Brother Vashen before we meet with him? You, he seems to be a, an eccentric sort, from oh, what you've said. That's certainly a word for it. I, I'm, well, I, he's a very powerful man, and uh, he likes his fun, I guess, and it's... You know, maybe sometimes the pressures of running a place like this can kind of weigh down on him. And well, who am I to judge how he deals with it? Right? I, I'm, I'm. Oh, that's that's fine. I understand. We'll go in there and see what kind of voice Frankie wants to do for him. All right, here we go, Otty. <laughs> let's go and meet with this old fellow. It's so hard to make not every dwarf not have the exact same voice. How am I supposed <laughs> to do a slightly different Scottish accent every time? 
Pull up a chair! <laughs> uh, Thank you again, Mr. Fudge. Let's go. Okay. So, you guys open the door and you see, like, it's a it's a big room and there's, like, multiple people in there. You can see there's a... Uh, Hold on. E-L Fudge? Are you... That's E L F. You get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> you get the fuck out right Wait. now. Go Wait. home. Go home. Wait. Go home. You're done. Is that why his name is E L? Just go. Home. Is it because? <laughs> Look at it. E I wrote it down. E L F. Yeah. No. Elf. Totally a coincidence. Elf. His I don't name know is if actually I was a, Jim. I don't know if I was aware <laughs> that uh, the name was E L Fudge. Really? Oh. If I knew, maybe I would have thought I about didn't, it. I didn't notice that before. <laughs> <laughs> I heard something. Okay. So, so, yeah, so it's like a pretty big room for an office. You think it's maybe like a little too big, but uh, there's uh, what looks to be like... Is this like sleeping quarters or as well, or is it just... No, it's just, just a, a big old room. There's uh, a really big table that has a bunch of glasses on it. Some of them are empty. Some of them are half full. Uh, there's uh, a shady-looking guy in the corner who's got his, his fingers around uh, a lute, and he's, like, kind of plucking at it, trying to tune it a little bit. Uh, there's several uh, dwarvish and human women who are just in there, um, and uh, you can see, and there's this, in the biggest, uh, comfiest-looking chair behind the table, there's a guy who's... Probably you would think in his 40s or 50s, like on the middle-aged side, uh, he's got, um, you know, maybe like shoulder length, uh, like dark black hair, and he's got uh, not a super crazy beard, but a beard that's in a really, really innate braid, like a really finely braided beard. Mm-hmm. He's He's got uh, these really nice silk robes, and he's got like a ring on each finger, and he's got this like big chain necklace on. Mm-hmm. And uh he might know where to get a good chain for your uh Oh he does. Dying. He he does know. <laughs> oh good good idea. He Maybe has we'll a guy. Ask him later. Um and you walk in the room and he doesn't even seem to immediately notice you as he's chatting with one of the dwarven girls to his right and he's sipping from a pretty enormous tankard of ale. Right. So uh so we walk up and say uh, hello, we, uh, we don't mean to disturb you, but we, we need audience with the head brother in charge. Scottish accent, dot mpeg. Um. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> uh, the head brother in charge, that, that's me, brother of a shen. What can I help you with, lads? Uh, we are the ones who sent the raven uh, to warn you about the coming of the Sons of the Scourge, the evil cultists who leveled our, our monastery. Did you did you receive word from us? <laughs> it probably would have been like a haiku. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll have this like big booming laugh and he'll say, Sent the raven! We get, like, literally a hundred ravens here a day. You sent the raven? Yeah, but this raven was, like, probably more magical than other ravens, I would think. Uh, it came from a druid um, that could talk. I don't think those ravens could talk, but like this one, this one had some purpose. You know, did you? Maybe you have a, an assistant who would have been reading the ravens' messages. This is this is an important one. Trust us on this. <laughs> well, uh, of course, I have several assistants who read the ravens' messages. Uh, 
He, one of them was just in here just now. He, he just got my attention for uh, Mr. Fudge. Fudge. Oh, yeah. Mr. Fudge, yes. yes Mr. E.L. <laughs> Fudge. Mr. E.L. Fudge. Good man. We met him. Good man. Oh, oh, shit. This man really is Fudge. Like, you don't, I don't think he said that. How do we pick... I, uh, I, just, I thought he had a name tag on. Did, oh, I, okay. did I make that up? Maybe he did. Alright, it's not important. Good insight. You'll have to roll perception to see if he has a a name tag when you talk to him again. Um, So, you said you met him? Okay. So he would say, uh, well, uh, as you can see, I'm I'm kind of in the middle of something here. What what exactly do you need me for? Well, it's a very serious problem. We're afraid that this Sons of the Scourge order might be coming around to the other monasteries. We don't know exactly what they were after, uh, but we know that they certainly had it in for our order specifically. They went directly to the monastery. I mean, they also damaged the town nearby, and we think that as members of followers of Morden, it's important for us to protect the common man. And we also were in the middle of our training when this happened, so we, we want to have more answers if there's anyone here who's familiar with the with the Sentinels. Oh. Uh- I don't know anything about the Sentinels, but what, 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 which order are you from? Where, where, which town is this that was harmed? Tarnstead. Tarnstead? That's, that like little speck of a town, kind of in the middle area of the map? Oh yeah, it's, it's right, right in the middle. And then, then we came, we came through the impassable fucking desert. What a shit to your map. <laughs> and then we came, we came north. North? West. 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 Okay. Through the forest. And we came west here. But uh, they had great numbers, and they were led by this evil, I would imagine, warlock named Malexius. Oh, shit, I... Yeah, that was, that was like, really Mal- close. That, yeah, I, right? I, yeah, that was good. It wasn't even a car. Right? <laughs> no, I thought that was great. A- anyway, yeah, that's his name. Um, and, and we're just worried that he might be devastating uh, other orders soon. We wanted to make sure you're prepared to defend yourselves. Look, I don't mean any offense, but uh, I'm sure a, a little monastery like the one at Tarnstead probably didn't have quite the same kinds of defenses as the giant monastery here at Elmore. I, I mean, first of all, our whole city is surrounded by this giant wooden gate, and our temple itself is enormous, made of stone. I, I understand you, you might want some help, so you, uh, do you want soldiers or weapons or like because i really don't think that our safety is directly at risk i've never even heard of this cult i can't imagine they're all that scary right and he'll look around and some of the other people in the room will kind of like chuckle and well we hadn't heard about them until this happened either but i can tell you with the the sheer force of the spells that their leader was using they are not a group to be trifled with uh, I mean, it would be wonderful if you were willing to send support to help us defend other monasteries, but really what we need to do is is find out more about their plans. Do you, do you have any anyone who could serve as uh, an, an informant, maybe, maybe a spy, someone who could act as a scout to find out what their movement is like? We don't really do that kind of stuff here. I mean, we, we have clerics, they'll heal you, we got... Paladins, they'll fight for you. That's pretty much our whole toolkit here, you know. I'm, uh, I have no problem sparing some soldiers if you need some help, provided, of course, that you can afford to pay for their food and their armor and their weapons and stuff, or maybe even I'll be able to donate some of that stuff. But I definitely, if there's one thing I have here, it's men. So if you need 
extra soldiers, specifically of the men variety, based on the expression on your faces. (laughs) That might be something I can do for you. If you can pay them, if you can prove to me that they're something, a real threat, or if you have one, maybe somebody... Well, uh, from the heads of one of the monsters, well, where's the head of your monastery, anyway? I assume it's not you. Oh, I'm afraid he was killed in the attack by the Marius. Brother Marius was a good man. He he trained us well in the short time that we had come there and began to study under him. It's a tragic loss. We're the representatives of that order because we've lost many people, and some stayed behind that lived to try to rebuild and help, but... We're the ones who went out to send the message. Marius, that name actually kind of sounds maybe a little familiar. Uh, well, I guess if you have a specific place and a specific plan and you want me to send soldiers, I could do that for you. If you're looking for a spy, this is not the organization for you. I'm sorry, Matt. In terms of uh, finding out more about the cult, I'm sure you could find maybe... Uh, some petty thieves or, uh, you know, some spider queen worshippers or something that might be able to help you with that. I I don't know, but, uh, listen, I'm not, you know, uh, if you need soldiers, I'll help you with some soldiers. Otherwise, I'm not quite sure how much more I can do for you. Okay, Brother Vachette. One second, though. Hat off. How big, um... Like, given the size of this city and this monastery, um, is the size of his army really such that we could say we may need you to send some troops to... Like, if we're going to go to one of the... You know, we, we went to the to the west. Like, if we want to go now south or north, mm-hmm. um, does he have the capability to send, like, a defensive force to whichever we don't go to? I w- yeah, I mean, he would be able to send a decent number of people. There's, like, a few thousand people in the city. That's the size of the city, like, somewhere between uh-huh. two and three thousand. Uh, he probably has, like, at least a few hundred soldiers. Okay. So, if you wanted... I mean, he probably wouldn't send every last yeah, paladin, yeah. but if you wanted him to send... Because we also want him to be able to defend this city, because that's why we came here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know, if you wanted to... Uh, do we if have you, any kind of estimate on what, since this is obviously pretty fortified, uh, do we have any estimate on what the least fortified of the other monasteries would be? Um, what might be most at risk? You can roll a history and I will tell you what okay. I think. I'll assist Joe on this roll. Yeah. Oh, you rolled off the me? table, you lose. I got 11. Joe, uh, can... uh, 14. Plus, wait, history is. Mm-hmm. Um, plus so, two, so I got sixteen. I got and twelve then plus then. the eight. So, um, you would probably think that the hardest to defend place is going to be the River City, Kakot. It is on the other side, all the way. It's it's the easternmost of the cities that you are aware of. Okay, but Walea has like the it's like built around giant castle ruins. Mm-hmm. So theoretically, if people needed to fortify something, there's a giant castle, and Kelikaz is in the mountains. So that's basically already a fortification. Okay. This place has the giant thing. The, the river city, Kakot, is literally a city, like, on the river. So okay. it's the hardest kind of thing to defend, probably. Okay. Well, I would have a feeling that the mountain would be the easiest to defend, 
So why don't we see if he's willing to send some troops to help defend the river city and also make sure the message gets there. Um, and we can go south to the city that has the ruins around it. Because that's between that and the mountain. That's probably less able to be defended against. Doesn't it make sense for us to go to... I, I feel like the the one that's easiest to defend is probably going to be the next target of uh, the uh, Sons of the Scourge. I feel like if, we, if we're looking for the people who most need to hear this message next, uh-huh. uh, it's probably them. Because you think that they want to try to attack the most difficult location first after Tarnsid? No, no, no. I, I think that the, the River City is the easiest to attack, right? Yeah, which is why I'm sending, we sh- saying we should send the troops over to the River City. Right, and I was thinking perhaps we should go over with them and see... Oh, go with them? Yeah. I was thinking yeah. we could go to another location while they handle the River City. I will City. say, even if you say go with them, a hundred mm-hmm. troops is going to travel significantly slower than you guys are going to travel. True. So, even if you go to the same place, you will not get there at the same time. Uh, can I roll a history check? What has the best library? What do you think might have the most information on uh, Sons of Discourage? Okay. If I... That makes sense. I like that. 11 plus, what is it, plus 2? Or do I have plus 4 on this? I think plus 4, you said. Yeah. Oh, no, it's plus history. 2. If I'm doing history, it's plus yeah. 2. So, I get 13. <clears throat> um... I would say that in terms of, like, catch-all knowledge type stuff, mm-hmm. the library here in Elmore is probably one of the best around. Okay, I was going to want to go there anyway after this to okay. see if they had any information. Okay, uh, there's more, you'd get more information on stuff like relics and runes and ruins up by Kelikov, because it's kind of their deal, and then Kakot and Malaya don't have a particularly big, like, they have libraries, like, because they're cities, but it's yeah. not nothing, like, super... Specialized. Basically, the the biggest library of the cities that you're aware of is this one, and then the most specialized on relics and that kind of thing is the one in Kelikos. Okay. okay, we can figure out where we're going. Where we're going, we've had right. a little yeah. more but let's send time, these most troops to the river yeah, city. Yeah. Okay. Well, we think the the best use of your your strength would be to head to the east to defend the river city of whatever it was called. Catcock. Uh, Catcock. Yeah. Yeah. Catcock. So uh, they should go over there uh, because it would be very difficult to defend and we think that your numbers would, would greatly help them. Uh, that would be most, most kind of you if you were able to assist. Well, like I said, it, assuming that you can afford to feed them and give them tents and that kind of thing, uh, that is fine. But uh, not to, you know, call you out or anything, neither of you guys are striking me as... The type of people who come from such means, I mean, no offense, of course. And then he's going to take a giant gulp from his tankard of ale, which is also me taking a giant gulp from my Jack and Coke. All right, Ati, I have a sense that you've dealt with people of this kind of personality before. Is there any way we can prove ourselves to him so that he takes our our word more seriously? Perhaps some kind of game of skill we could challenge him in, or, or uh, I, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm grasping at straws here. Is this, is this giving you any ideas, uh, any shot we could come up with something? As you're saying this, he starts pouring immediately another 
giant tankard of ale and uh, starts sipping at it. And uh, I just wanted to make sure that was you knew that was happening in the background. And you could see a couple of other people, obviously, are there. Everybody is drinking, basically. Brother Vashen, <laughs> if we can outdrink you, then you have to send your troops to this city. And also pay for it? Is that what you And mean? also pay for it. Okay, that was Frankie asking you, not yeah. Brother Vashen. Okay. <laughs> if you can outdrink me, I'm a dwarf! You'll never do that! Sure, what do I get if I win? I didn't think about that. Uh, um, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you like? Kind of, kind of. I stuff? mean, you know, this women ale. I think we got like two hundred gold. Oh, I know what we can do. If you win, uh, we we'll have our our traveling companion put on a, a wonderful show for you. Uh, he's he's a known performer. Uh, throughout the, the land where we come from. And we can even have our, our star chef provide a, a meal at the dinner for those who come. So it'll be a, a wonderful performance. You can invite everyone you know to, to sample the, the exotic delights of a foreign land. We'll all put on a show for you. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. I put my money where my mouth is and I'm not really thinking too hard about what I'm saying. No, no, I'm, I'm sure Long Dong Silver will have some way to work us into the show, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he would. He could probably improv. I'm sure. A he show! A show and food, you say? Alright, you've got my attention. So, uh, he'll, like, motion over for, uh, someone who's, like, kind of towards the back of the giant room to come over towards him, and which one of you guys is trying to beat him in the drinking contest? Should we both try, or should we? I don't think you can both do it. I think it's one-on-one. Mono-e-mono. Uh, what's your constitution? Because mine's ten. Wow, look at you knowing exactly what I was going to do. My constitution is also ten. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are going to put on a show for me. (laughs) Can I get some kind of bonus for being... Joe, let me... Let me... Maybe, actually. Hold on, you know what? I I probably have experience. I'm going to say you get inspiration, like, super hardcore for doing this. Joe should probably be the one who does this. This is super inspiration. Well, I have my inspiration, but I can use my inspiration. Yeah, well, I want to give roll. you inspiration, so give your inspiration to Handy so I can give you new inspiration. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, that was yeah. super correct in terms of what would your character do. I'm really proud of you. Because <laughs> I was going to ask you about... Um, I was going to ask you about some of like your skills and stuff, if any of them could be useful... Because um, I was thinking, like, whatever your Intimidate bonus is, but honestly, you're just kind of the one who should do this. Yeah, I mean... You should you should just do this. My character has totally been part of yeah, many no, drinking you should just You should just do this. Even though yours is more fond of it, I think that's just recreational. Yeah, I think, I think you should do this. It is written into my character that they do... Like, my flaw, I think, yeah. even, is the, you know, two... Too enamored of the drink and partying, but you might be tempted. Like, if you want to try, I probably try really want to do like, it. Oh, I think I can do this. Yeah, I probably really want to do it, but you should probably be the one who actually does it. Yeah. If you want, you can have a drinking contest for like you. You. This is not in a character of any kind, but if you want to challenge someone else there to a drinking contest for shits, I super will not stop you. 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. Don't challenge that guy. <laughs> you can find someone else and challenge them for another thing that if you win, you'll get the benefit of. Okay. Let me think on that as the arrangements for this are for Joe's match are put together. So um, Joe and I had this conversation. Joe's going to be the one who does it, but now I'm sitting here antsy, kind of looking around the room for anyone who also looks antsy to have a drinking contest. Okay, so and just, I'm thinking through this while you do this. Just so I know, what is your constitution bonus? Zero. It's, it's zero? Zero. Okay. So he lines up one, two, three, four, five, six. He lines up six tankards of ale in front of each of you. And he okay. fills each of these tankards with L. And he's going to pick up the first tankard, and he's going to look at you, and he's going to motion for you to pick up your own tankard, and he's going to say, I'm really looking forward to this show you're going to put on for me. And you need to roll a constitution check. Let me see what you got. All right. Ten. Okay. So, you... Both easily gulp down your first tankard of ale, and you both slam it on the table at the same time. And uh, he smiles, and he's like, "Okay, all right, this, this, you know, he's uh, he's glad that it's not over yet." And he's like, "Okay, maybe you can drink a little bit. Time for the next one." And uh, by the way, up. when that happens, um, I just see the guy next to me. I'm like. Five gold pieces. You want to do the same same? <laughs> Five gold pieces on it. You want to? Yeah. No. It's another dwarf, and he's like, yeah, look, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> five, gold, five gold pieces. I'm putting five gold on it. Okay. Let so me snag another thing. The uh, most low stake shit going on next to you, or being able to pay for the defense of a town. <laughs> this guy's name. Five gold pieces. Just it's gonna be fun. This guy's name is Jimeria, but you can call him Jim for short. And he will. Okay. Go ahead, roll constitution. I'm also plus zero. Five. Okay, you succeed at the first one. You both down your first hankers of ale. Alright, now we're back to uh, Vashen and Ati on their second tankards. Vashen like high stakes shit right now. Yeah. You ready? You ready? <laughs> I know. If and he drops the D twenty on the floor and is Critical miss. Fumbling around for it. Right, right. At least it's actually a D twenty. Okay, here it is. Okay, Vashen successfully drinks it. Eight. Oh, Ati starts to struggle a little bit, but he gets it down at the very end, and they both finish it and put down their tankards with a nice, satisfying thump. And Vashen realizes that you had a little, you had a little bit of a struggle, so he's like, "Okay, I'm really quickly ready for that next one." So he picks up the tanker and he's like, "Go, boy, go!" And he starts drinking the next one. <laughs> he succeeds. Wow. Oh, what did you do? Six. Oh, you failed! <laughs> so you get about halfway through and you start to feel super full and you you realize. I'm you using can't my inspiration it. peak point on Joe to let Oh, actually, can I use my inspiration? You can. No, yeah, I'm can. using mine on oh, you. Oh, okay. Okay, go ahead, reroll. Because <laughs> I, I see him struggling with the drink. It's a nine. Okay, it's still a fail. Ah, you want to you want to use yours? You can. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, okay. it's worth. It's still worth. Fifteen. 15. That succeeds. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I struggle a little bit, but then I just like power through. You that. say something inspiring. Yeah, I look at it. I'm doing my contest. And it's like, 
no, Adi, I, I'm, like, really sure you can do better than that. I mean, like, you saw how good I did with this over here. This is for, like, five gold. There's, like, a whole city over there, though. Like, you can you can do this, right? All right, so, uh, Alum, let's roll the next round for you. Oh, yeah. Seven. Jim also just barely succeeds, and you both... It's a little bit of a struggle, but you both finished that second one. You want to do the third one, too? Catch up? Yeah, yeah, catch up. Let's see what we got. Jim succeeds. Seven. Seven does not beat we it this time. We are the kings of under ten. <laughs> so you lose your five gold to good old brother Jim. <laughs> All right, fine. I lose five gold. Thank you, brother Jim, for the game. <laughs> it was so... Anytime. It was so You good. can find me anytime. You want to go again, double or nothing, you know where to find me. Okay. <laughs> All, right. Uh, all right, you ready, Adi? Yeah. This is your fourth Your fourth beer in now, and you can... It's getting serious. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting pretty fucking serious. Let's see. You ready? Okay, you know, Vishen doesn't even say anything this time. He just kind of eyeballs you, picks up the tankard. How does he do? 17. You finish your beer! Solid. But the head brother in charge, brother Vishen, who's been drinking all day, clearly feels that he slowed down, and he gets about three quarters of the way through the beer... He lets out this, like, enormous belch, and he kind of swivels in his seat a little bit, and he looks at it, and he shakes his head, slams it on the table with some beer left in it. All right, lad, you got me. Yes. I'm going to drink one more. (laughs) Uh, 12. No, that fails. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! Am I throwing up? up. Yeah, I want you to throw up really bad. (laughs) Okay. Do I have to roll for how how high projectile? Or? No, I think you just I think you just throw up. Okay, don't talk. <laughs> Is it on him? Is it? It's on the table. I figure it's okay. a big table, and he's not mad because that happens yeah. all the time in this place. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so you did it. So you have successfully bested him. Good job, buddy. and uh, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you become underwater? Good job, by you. Did you not get through two? Was that it? You failed at two. He got so. through two. He failed on the third, and I was on the fifth. Yeah, yeah. You okay. made it. You made it through two four. So that yeah. feels right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And these are like large tankers. Yeah, they're big. Yeah, okay. and you're chugging them back. To yeah. Back. He in his mind he only failed because he's been he was drunk before you even got in the room. Right. So he's been drinking for like the past six hours. So okay. Yeah. Also, I'm probably a little schwasty right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you did just throw up, but you're definitely going to be... You have, like, a solid buzz right now. All right. So now I'm, I'm just, like, face down in my vomit, and I'm like, We did it! <laughs> uh, the guy who set the tankards up will immediately come over, wipe away the vomit, and chuck you a towel for your face. Okay, cool. So... Oh, it's uh, very considerate. Uh, it's great. Thank yeah, that's what he gets paid for. for. Yeah. No, thank you. It's, like, super cool of you. All right, so... Where are these troops going, and how many of them, and... Uh, water place? Kakat, the river city, all the way to the east. Uh, Kakat, yeah. Yeah, that... Oh, oh man, I'm so messed up right now. Kakat kind of sounds like cat cock. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Loom was an alcoholic. You had two beers, relax. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, but I apparently failed at it, so... Yeah, I think you were just full. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't think of it in terms of like, oh, I'm too drunk to keep going. I yeah, I mean, like, I didn't my either because it was fast, but like whenever you're in a fantasy setting, I always imagine people get drunk like that. I guess Like, you know fair. how you're in a video game and like you go to the video game bar and you drink a single drink and then the camera gets like gets all fucked up yeah. like immediately? Yeah, I thought that's the kind of universe we were in. True life. But if not, then I'm just kind of... I'm really I'm trying to go for kind of a, I'm trying to go for more of a gritty realism. I get it. I get it. <laughs> okay, so I'm just uncomfortably full then. So he's going to send... I'm... All right, all the way to Kakat. And in my own pocket, I have to pay for them, but I'll send a hundred troops to defend them. Thank, thank you, Brother Vashen. That's that's like super cool. Oh, yes, yeah, I'm cool. glad you you finally saw the saw the light. And, and just for that, I I think we can we can introduce you to our our friends, the the known performer. Anyway. I don't know if we'll have time to stick around for a show, because we, we do need to go south to, to warn more people, but but Long Dog Silver, why don't you step out from behind us, since you were with us this whole time, and uh, we just didn't tell Frankie about it, because we don't want to put you at risk ever. Actually, I'm going to say that Long Dog Silver is in the room, but he's not behind you. He's in the corner, and he's like... Long Dog Silver? Nuzzled up between a couple of the girls who are talking to the bard, and one of the girls is just mindlessly petting him. <laughs> and, uh... Oh, that's just like... There's like an, an air of familiarity always between making, those the Always people. making fast friends wherever <laughs> he goes. He's, he's quite a people pleaser. <laughs> so, I guess Vichette will say, Oh, oh that, that's your friend, huh? Long Dong Silver, come over here. We'd love you to meet uh, Mr. Visham. Yeah. Uh, you gotta put on a show. And one of the girls will just... The girl who's petting him will just pat his head as he walks away and say something along the lines of, Hope I see you again. <laughs> <laughs> when did you see him the first... Well, whatever. <laughs> so I guess Long Dong Silver does get around. He is, he is quite a famous person. Yeah. I mean, the guards here, when we showed up... I mean, granted, I was... Not in a very lucid state, but from what I do remember about what happened last night, the guards were calling Long Dong Silver a celebrity, so he, he must be very well known, even around here. That's a, well, that's a good point. He uh, certainly looks to be a special little lad there, and... Uh, you could say that, yes. Well, uh, I guess that's all you'll be needing from me. Um, make sure to, uh, to send a raven if you hear anything else about perhaps... Any cultists specifically coming to Elmore, or if uh, if there's any word from my troops that are moving forward, obviously be aware, it will take them a good while to reach Kekat. It is very far away, but uh, I will send them, you have my word. We will We will let you know if we hear anything. Uh, before we leave, just... Uh, is there anything else you can tell us about the town? We, we were very interested in, in this... We saw we saw this place where there was all sorts of cheering from a large crowd of people. We wanted to go see what it was about. Can you can you fill us in on the area a little bit? Uh, I would say that as you start to say that, uh, I want Joe to roll and I'm going to say acrobatics. I want you to roll an acrobatics check <laughs> okay. to see how well you successfully stand. Thirteen. Do you have any bonuses? I don't think I have a bonus. Zero. All right, so I'm gonna say that you. How hard is this check? You don't. It's you. You don't fall on your ass, but you stumble backwards and you knock into like a younger dwarf who spills his drink on the floor, and uh, like looks up at you and like immediately whips around and like shoves you and is like, "Hey, what's your fucking problem? Hey, watch it, man. 
Uh, How about you don't stand where I'm falling? <laughs> okay. Auntie, Auntie, it's fine. We just we just have a moment of silence for his drink. So I just want to let you know that when you when you say that to him, everybody else in the room gets quiet. And I suddenly really quiet in there. And and the guy the, the dwarf younger dwarf and he's like, What did you just fucking say to me? Oh, you better hold me back right now, because I'm about to do some pretty unholy shit. Uh, uh, yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can, I can, I can, yeah, I can, I can do that. Um, do you want to call it? Let's call it here. <laughs> Let's call okay, it right on okay. this cliffhanger of what person you are about to fight. <laughs> Alright, well, <laughs> thank you for joining us for this episode of D&D Bags. Uh, I actually had a lot of fun with this episode. That, that yeah, happened very smoothly. Good. You guys progressed at a pace that I've come to expect. Uh, so that was good. Um, yeah, thanks for joining us. You can find every episode. You, uh, and, of course, our brand new shiny fan art section. It's not brand new at this point. Uh, but it's a new shiny fan art section, our character section. All that at dndbags.com. You can find us on Twitter at the dndbags. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. And, you know, all the social media places. Uh, if you want to talk to me personally on Twitter, I'm at Frankie the DM. And I am Frankie the DM. I'm Joe, and I play Ati, and I'm very drunk right now. <laughs> I'm Auntie, and I play Loom. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Hope you had as much fun with that one as I did. Now. sitting there at his computer like, I could invent the internet today, but, but instead, I'll just do nothing. <laughs> no, Honestly, have you have to things. ask yourself, at what point does it stop? Because we can already summon naked pictures of anybody on the planet to a magical screen in the palm of our hand from the uh, ether anywhere in the world. How much more do we need? You need the thing where you can like visually summon, them summon into your a room. 3D model that you can like holograms. With. Yeah. yeah. That's where we're, got, we're headed. Sexograms. I guess that's true. I guess that's the why next. Don't, why aren't we working on that? Oh, you got cookie cake. Ready for me to roll some names, boys? Yeah. This guy's name is Quad Six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I critted. Does he just have. Is his name just awesome now? <laughs> yeah, that means he gets a really cool name. I misspelled the word dwarf. He's a dwarf now. Oh, I will. I will decorate. And that was the wow, the chart. art is really progressing. In the first one, it's a plate it's with a, a giraffe on it that you made in preschool. <laughs> and then it's a Snapchat of that drawing you do with a giant bull having sex with a person.